Welcome to Q&A Selling Online with answers to questions about creating an online empire, promoting products, or building a brand. Your host, private label and e-commerce entrepreneur, Quinn Amorm. Hello everyone, welcome to the QA Selling Online. This is Quinn and today I have another question about Amazon FBA and the question is, what's your best advice when selling on Amazon FBA? Well, I've been selling for a few years and the problem that I see with most sellers or most new sellers is not knowing their real costs. I say this all the time, you need to profit. You're not gonna start a business if you're not going to profit right unless you are doing so on purpose sometimes we can lose money on purpose just to gain a position with amazon or because of marketing or because it is a launch right that when that is on purpose that's fine now if you're going to lose money and you're not you don't even know it slowly you're bleeding out your financial and you're ruining i guess your business and probably your personal life so if you're going to sell on Amazon or anywhere else for that matter you need to know all the costs and fees that are associated with selling on that platform wherever it is that you are a lot of sellers are losing money every day and they still come out to Facebook groups and I mentioned this a few times how they're doing 40% margins for one, I mentioned this on a previous episode that I was going to talk about the difference of margins and versus markup and ROIs, and I'm going to bring it up right now. Let's start with a simple one, which is a markup. Markup is the amount, the percentage that you mark up a certain product, right? So if you bought a product for $10, you mark it up 50%. That means you're going to be selling this product for $15. Okay, you marked it up 50%. It cost you 10. Now you're going to sell it for 15. That's a 50% markup. And it's very important to know that your markup is not the same as your profit. Market and profit are not the same. Okay, uh, so even margin and markup are completely different because you can have a 50% markup and not be making money. You can have a 100% markup and not be making money. Let's say, for example, your your item, instead of costing $10, costs 5 You mark it up 100%, meaning you're going to sell it for $10. Out of those $10, three are going to go to pick and pack fees, and they're going to pay a dollar and a half of commission, so... Uh, you're looking at four and a half already uh let's say you're going to pay 50 cents in shipping so now you're already at zero profit at this point right you marked it up 100 percent, but at this point you're already at zero percent profit now you still haven't paid taxes you still haven't paid uh pay-per-click advertising you still haven't done uh, giveaways you still haven't uh you know you still having refunds and returns all that stuff right and markup is probably the closest thing that you can find to a roi and the roi still doesn't tell you how much is profit roi is just tells you it's basically for those that don't know it's a return of investment and it doesn't mean 
because you're getting a return of 600%, it doesn't mean that you are getting a 600% margin. Actually, that does not exist. The ma margin only goes to 100%. There's nothing, um, it's impossible to have anything above 100%. And in the real world, even 90% or 80% margins is almost impossible. It's not technically impossible, but let me explain that. So the margin, you divide the gross profit by the revenue. Okay, so let's say if you sold something for $100, the cost you 60, you had a 40% margin, meaning 40% of the sale of the gross sale it goes into your pocket so if you compare a 40% margin a 40% margin with a 40% markup a 40% markup on an item can be equivalent to 4 or 5% margin now if you say i have 40% margins means after paying everything you were left with 40%. So your profit margin is the percentage of your gross revenue that represents your profit. In this case would be 40%, which let me tell you, 40% is beautiful, okay? When you hear uh, sellers say that, oh, I have, <laughs> I've heard it several times sellers telling me I got 120% margins. Well, there is no such thing. For one, it is it is really impossible. If your product was free, you didn't have to pay anything to anybody. Your shipping was free. You didn't have to pay taxes. Nothing. In that in that situation, now you would have 100% margin. Uh, any other situation, there is no such thing. And like I said, in the real world. 100% margin doesn't exist, 90 doesn't exist, 80 does not exist, and 70 would have to be a dream come true, and in most cases, 60 as well, right? Uh, at 50, we're talking a bit, still, still dream come true, of course, but what we see in real world, and let's say my situation, I'll, I'll let you know that it is a 22% margin from selling on Amazon, 22% yearly uh, margin right so for every hundred dollars that go into the business 22 dollars uh, profit are generated with those 100 so those 100 will stay in the business the other 22 can stay in the business as well or they can go into my pocket if i wish so of course i don't wish so i would keep putting into the business and i take as little as possible out of the business just so i can keep growing over and over and over anyway i know this was probably not the best explanation and at the same time the question was what's your best advice when selling on amazon and that is it always make sure you're aware of all your costs make sure you know uh you really don't need to know uh, the difference between margin between net profit between markup roi what's important here to say is that you need to know your costs. You need to know if you are profitable. And a lot of people don't know. So please do yourself a favor. Make sure you sell profit. You sell profit. You sell products with a profit. 
Don't try to compete with somebody else just because they're selling the exact same product as you for $10, when in reality, after paying shipping, after paying duties, everything, it's going to cost you $13. You cannot compete with that person. So that person is either losing money, they either bought their product way, way cheaper, or they are probably running at a loss just trying to liquidate product because it didn't sell or the competition is too much and they just instead of giving the product away for free they're selling it at a loss or at a break even and you don't want to compete with that so first before you order the product see what the sell price is then check out your competitors see what they are selling for and see if you can even compete if you can't compete there's no reason for you to launch a product in a niche or in a market that you can't compete either because its competitors are too strong or because their prices are too low. And if you have the exact same quality, you have a higher price, you cannot compete. Now, if you have the same quality, you have a lower price, you can compete. If you have higher quality and a higher price, you can still compete as long as you are higher on something that is not the price, right? Be very careful with that. Pay close attention to all your costs. Add them up. And I know when you're starting up, your costs are not shown to you up front, right? So most people don't know what your pick and pack fee is. The Amazon commission, just consider it an average of 15% for your commission. Your pay-per-click is something that you don't know until you have actually paid for your advertising. So you don't really know. The amount of the giveaways is something that you can calculate, figure out how many you're going to give away and how much it's going to cost you. And then returns, refunds, you can consider it, let's say, put it at a 2% refund rate or return rate. If you're not in the clothing industry, then I heard that it can go up to 10% and I don't deal with clothing. So I don't really know, but I heard that at least in the holiday season, it can go up to 10% and stuff. But any other things I'm looking at about, um, let's say an average of 2%, maybe not even, right? So some of the things you can put a calculated guess, you can do a calculated guess. Other things you can know the exact value and like you get a quote for your product plus shipping. The exchange rate, that's something that you're going to put into there if you're not um, a US seller or if you're selling outside of the US or if for whatever reason you're exchanging currency you need to put that in there that's very important and add your freight forwarder costs your inspection over there get all of that in there divide the cost of the inspection by the number of units that you have do the exact same thing with your freight forwarder cost divide that let's say if it costs you a hundred bucks and you order a hundred units, add one dollar per each unit. That's how it's done, right? And after that, you realize that the cost of your unit, instead of being eight dollars, is actually nine because you added the freight forwarder cost. And then you added your inspection cost. So it actually brought it up to nine and a half dollars. And you realize that your product did not cost you the six dollars that the manufacturer quoted you. But in reality, your landed cost is basically the cost that for it to be landed in the U.S. or landed inside Amazon's warehouse 
how much it costs you to land inside the Amazon warehouse. And instead of being $6 that you got quoted, now you realize that it's eight and a half or nine or maybe less. It doesn't matter. But know all your costs. Be very careful with them. And then start grateful, stay positive, and always profit.